0: Oils and ghouls,
1: get your parents' permission, check your mailbox, and grab your shopping cart. It's time for the Adventures in Collecting Podcast!
2: I'm Eric. And I'm Dave. Welcome Welcome to to Adventures Adventures in Collecting, Collecting. where we talk toy news,
0: culture, and hauls. Along with our journeys as collectors. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventures in Collecting. Are those bubbles? Bubbles. The, the beakers are overflowing with fluids. Uh, we are back in the the spooky l- laboratory. Uh, it might even be raining, and there might be thunder, and there might be creatures <laughs> of the night outside. Um... That was my spooky laugh. It was very, it was very spooky. You know what, though, Dave? There's, you know, who knows a thing, thing or two about being spooky? Um, I know somebody who knows something about being creepy. Creepy, spooky. Um, our our favorite boo, dude.
1: Hey guys, uh, you remember you said the fluids were pouring over? A lot of that was me. Have to apologize for all the fluids. You,
0: if 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 Dave's good for one thing, it's contributing to fluids
1: well depends on the year and the month but i'm ready for some fluids and it's october which means we're getting wet and wild that's right every weekend happy halloween everybody (laughs) it's
0: fluid season
1: that's right
0: (laughs) and and there's nothing more fluid than a good segue um and this is not a good point fluidity this this is not a good segue though but uh this is our annual Halloween episode, so uh, welcome, everybody. Happy Halloween. Um, Dave's back. What do you mean he's back? He never went anywhere. Well, he never wasn't... Left. No, uh, wasn't Chris Ramo on last year? Well, Chris Ramo was on last year. Yeah. Um But... So Dave uh, wasn't on last year. Yes, I guess technically Dave is, is back, but he never he, he never really, like, went anywhere. Right. Nothing ever happened to him.
1: No. Legally, I'm not allowed out of the country, <laughs> according to... couple different groups but again that goes back to the fluids but i'm here and that's all that really matters yes it's halloween and i you know you you uh plant my seeds throughout the year and then i grow and a little stem a little pumpkin me in your backyard bring me inside for a podcast squirrels eat me and then you throw me away for until next year yeah we, we 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 hollow you
0: out we put a little candle inside of you it's great it's a great experience for everybody. It's fun for the whole family, really. Kids love it. So on this uh, this spooky edition of uh, of Adventures in Collecting, we are going to be discussing uh, some monsters uh, in toys. So uh, we've we've kind of touched a little bit on this topic uh, in, in past editions of our Halloween episodes, but we've never actually talked about specific toy lines based around, uh, monsters, movie monsters, just kind of the idea of, of, of monsters. Um, and we put a poll out, uh, on Instagram a couple weeks ago, and we even have some, some, uh, suggestions of monster toys from our, our lovely followers. So, um, these are in no particular order. We didn't kind of rank these. We went through quite a, a big list of monster toys. Um, but uh, we are going to start with, with something that I think everybody in, in the monster realm is probably very familiar with, and that's the universal monsters. Um, I know uh, we each kind of are, are fond of them, but, but Dave, you are particularly fond of one of these uh, universal monsters, right? A Particularly, uh, going back, right back to fluids, a particularly wet one.
1: The wettest one out there. You automatically, you know, it's not the mummy because he's a dry guy. Dracula loves to suck the the, the blood. I don't, don't want to get too blue. I mean, <laughs> blood. I know some people, few people, are squeamish, but he'll suck the blood. But uh, yeah, creature from the black lagoon's my guy, and he. This is an incredible figure. Luscious lips, really, just kind of set the standard for all the many figures that would come out.
0: Yeah. So we're we're talking about the 1981. 1981- uh, Remco Universal Monsters. Uh, these were those uh, those core Universal Monsters figures. So in the, in the, that original wave, um, single wave, uh, was Frankenstein's monster or Frankenstein, uh, Phantom of the Opera, Creature of the Black Lagoon, uh, the Werewolf, uh, Dracula, and the Mummy, uh, and of course the playset Monsterizer and uh, and carrying case uh, that came with these. Originally uh, three and three quarter inch. Uh, basic articulation figures. They have seen a recent resurgence. Uh, I guess you could say in popularity, thanks to NECA. Um, and and NECA is of course doing the the full Universal Monsters line, and they revealed they're they're getting into the hammer versions of those figures as well. But they do have um, my favorite versions of those figures because I I loved those those Remco ones. I obviously. A little bit before my time, I forget where I picked them up at some point, but uh, I, I love those seven-inch glow-in-the-dark uh, Remco Remco styled uh, Universal Monsters. Um, the glow-in-the-dark, the you know, the when they're not glowing, kind of the green tint to all their skin. Uh, it's they're just they're so much fun. And I know Dave, you have some of the other creatures, right? Like you have the the black and white and the colored ones, right?
1: Yeah, all the. I mean. When you're talking about Remco, like, best packaging art in the game. It's so basic, but I think now, like, you're going to find so many, uh, I'd say, like, horror adjacent figures that have homage packaging, this nostalgic packaging. Um, and even with, like, uh, Super Seven, when they redid their, uh, reaction universal monsters but even they have like you know a misfits figure with this packaging they're like they've done a little bit of everything which is awesome to see because if you look at it it's pretty basic like if you took the monster's face off of it on the bottom left it looks like it could be like a prescription (laughs) like like it could be like you know remco Caltrax or whatever like (laughs) and then (laughs) do not take remco if you're allergic to remco exactly yeah (laughs) Uh, do not take phantom if you are uh, pregnant or expecting. Uh, so, but then of course there's like the corny glow behind them. They're packaged on there and it's just a huge kind of like, it looks like a photocopied filtered face of, uh, your monster on the front and it's just awesome.
0: And, and shouts to, uh, we mentioned him at the top of the episode, but, uh, last year's Halloween guest, uh, Chris Ramo packaging designer at at NECA has done an absolutely awesome job of bringing those um those those card backs you know to the seven inch scale um you know recreating kind of the charm of uh of of those Remco uh
1: card backs and not only that but uh the card stock I don't even know if you can call it that (laughs) those are those aren't gonna bend they're not gonna bend easy
0: you could hurt somebody with them,
1: <laughs> but it's it's a great display piece too, and um, you know even if they're being tossed around on the shelves of a Target or wherever they turn up, they're going to be solid. They're going to stay together, and and they're great. It's just a full piece together.
2: Yeah, and you I think pop that's,
1: them open, but.
2: that's something we mentioned with Blaine too at, at Comic Con. Like that is a that is some thick
0: thick cardboard. Hold yeah. Those on
1: i've gotten like ikea furniture with less <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's true i mean you could use them as 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 building materials and speaking of uh of you know stiffness with these figures too you got to mention the 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 vinyl style the <laughs> not where i was going that uh that vinyl the the vinyl uh you know high collared almost like uh like Kenner Obi Wan Kenobi style robes that are on Dracula and, and Phantom of the Opera. I love those; it's just the best.
1: We, if we ever go to like a Star Wars convention together, can we go as like just like
0: vinyl robe, Jedi's. vinyl
1: robed Jawas and Jedi and stuff?
0: That would be awesome. You'd have to yeah. get a, a double telescoping lightsaber
1: to and hollow out my arm. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: gonna come out your sleeve. Yeah,
1: I, I think like instead of vinyl I would just get like a full carpet and just like cut two holes through the side and wrap it around it would have the same effect, like a realistic version of the can yeah
2: do like the original version just be wear like a large sock
0: oh, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just the sock oh, amazing um so so sticking with universal monsters before we you know, we stop talking about them um shouts to friend of the pod uh, toy farce who brought up uh, an ad- additional set of Universal Monsters figures from this time from 1997, the, uh, the Burger King, uh, kids, kids meal, uh, Universal Monsters. Um, these are also awesome. This is from like the golden age of happy meal and and kids meal toys. Um, I was gonna say this is probably more like your era because I do not remember these. Oh yeah, I I remember these, uh, very fondly. The translucent plastics on um on Frankenstein and and Creature, Dracula coming in the red the, the bright red coffin, um and and the Wolfman coming in the uh, the ground tomb, uh just a really really cool set of figures and actually, um you know uh, uh shouts again to Neca. I, I don't know if they plan on making remaking all of these, but uh, there is a loot crate, a Universal Monsters loot crate, that has this version of Frankenstein. Um, oh, oh wow! You know, with the translucent head and, and hands, um, and, the, and the, the the like, like off green coat.
1: Yeah, uh, it looks like a used car salesman. Yeah. He's got those shoulder pads. Like yeah. <laughs> these, these are awesome figures. I know I had the uh, Frankenstein growing up but um I have creatures these creatures people just find and give to me so I have like somewhere I have to go through they're awesome they got that gooey belly
0: yep yep yeah these these were really really cool happy meal toys and there yeah. it, it was during that like time where I have this like association with the the mid to late 90s and universal monsters with Trips to Universal Studios because there was that Beetlejuice rock and review with with the monsters where it was like a a, a musical review of a classic like rock and roll songs with the the universal monsters, and I just kind of felt like they were they started to like pop up and pull pop culture again, kind of like the way that they are now, honestly but um but yeah, I, I I have such a fond association with them from that part of my life because of. You know, the, that like one or two vacations that we took at that time down to uh, down to Orlando. Um, but yeah, looks I, like they're still pretty available too. Like they're at, they're not hella rare. Are you finding look, looking up some aftermarket prices?
1: You know it's funny I was literally about to do the same thing. I was just like should I meet my mic and hop on eBay real quick? <laughs> well
0: I mean there's only four of them and yeah. in terms of completeness right like it's it looks like It looks like the Wolfman maybe has a decal of some sort on the um... like there's somebody selling all four in the bag for sixty nine bucks. Well,
1: nice. Nice. Yeah. Damn
0: it. You beat me. Yeah.
1: You should offer three (laughs) eleven.
0: You should. Or four twenty.
1: That's yeah. Sixty six
0: dollars and sixty six cents. yeah uh universal monsters uh shouts again to toy farce for for bringing that up because um i yeah it was something that i had not thought about in a in a very very long time and when that came up in our um in our suggestions i was like huh what is he talking and then i as soon as i saw the pictures i was i was instantly taken
1: back um toy farce what a guy
0: what yeah what a guy
1: one of my favorites um hope you're listening i miss you and uh yeah, that's it. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah
0: It Looks th- like
2: like a full like mint set and is in the sixty dollar ballpark, which nice. is not bad.
1: Does it come with the food though?
2: Um, I mean, it could in
0: theory. It's yep. Yeah, yeah. It would probably it could hold come up. with the
1: fries. I would want it delivered with food. We should each buy one and then all meet up at uh, Burger King and bring our own toys. That would kind of be awesome. And then we can play guys. That's what we called it in college. We made a video of us playing guys.
0: And that's where I heard it from. Yeah, Playing guys. We, no, we were talking about this the other day that I said, who, who are we with? And I said to somebody that like, you know. They, it was at Comic-Con. It was at Comic-Con. That's right. So You said that, it to many people. Um, to, to play guys. And Dave, yeah. <laughs> Dave laughed at me. And he was like, I've never heard that before. And I was like, I heard it from somewhere. And I can't remember where I heard it from. And now I remember where I heard it from. It was from you.
1: Good friend Ed slash Theo is on the, um, the uh, Bailey School Dropout this podcast <laughs> once a year. Yeah, he used to call it uh, playing guys. We brought a lot of action figures to college and made a video. And one guy everyone always wanted to play. And he'd be like, oh, cool. I'll just be this guy. I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, Darth Vader. <laughs> and we'll just be like, no, Darth Vader's a bad guy. It's like, well, I'll be Wolverine. I'm Wolverine. And just
0: <laughs> Hey, sometimes you gotta sit crisscross applesauce and just play guys. You, you just got gotta
1: it. play guys, and I mean, what better than uh, you know, a great uh, Wolfman from Burger King?
0: Yeah, yeah, and it looks like they're they are that like three and three quarter inch scale too, so fit they get fit right in. Um, now this next one is actually uh, is interesting because it's a super weird toy um that that came up in in kind of our search here but it's also loosely connected to one of our guests due to uh the other podcast that you, that you one, one of the two podcasts that you you co-host so this is we're we're sticking around the same time period here we're headed to 1996 uh for Kenner's Monster Head Maker um and this was a a super weird toy very loose tie in. Yeah. <laughs> Very, very loose tie-in with Goosebumps. Um, I'm looking at the packaging here, and I'm reading on the front that uh, you can you can recreate four characters inspired by your favorite Goosebumps books. Uh, the Haunted Mask, book number 11. I like that it puts the book numbers on it. That's awesome. Uh, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, book number 5. Stay Out of the Basement, book number 2. And The Girl Who Cried Monster, book number 8. Now, uh, Dave, tell us a little bit about all those books.
1: Sure, I can tell you that when they say based on, they mean very loosely based on. Because this figure, it's just like a skull head with like little, I don't know, like viscera. It's just like a white skull head that you'll play with for a while and then will be sitting in the back of your closet for a long time. As the one that I played with, my, my cousins, it was just that thing that like, you know, a lot of pieces in a box. You built it, didn't fit in the box again, and then you have a few of the pieces. But it's like you build a head, and it's not like the Barbie one where you can like do its hair or anything. This one, you just put like a messed up nose on it, and you're like, "My work's done. Have fun. <laughs> have fun. It, Be it looks, a weird head."
2: It looks like a pseudo animatronic Mr. Potato Head.
1: Yeah, it it's like close to like a like. kids museum learn the parts of like the inner ear but it's just like (laughs) the part is just like this is a gross like don't don't." it
0: it looks like a cross between dan Aykroyd's character and nothing but trouble and howie mandel's little monsters guy like it looks like a cross between the two two of them um, Especially with like the weird little like blue mohawk and like the, the like super pale light skin. um, Yeah, I mean, this is gross. This this thing is this this thing is gross. Like I'm looking at the individual pieces here and, and like like Dave said, there's like a weird like dirty nose. But there's also like weird <laughs> like rotten ears and <laughs> like a tongue and bandages and
1: you can change its teeth.
0: Yeah, you can you can change its teeth. It's got like bugged out eyes.
1: It looks like if you made a skull out of like, uh, ground beef, and then just like spray painted it white. It's gross. So the best part about this is I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that might be some Tim Jacobus art on the box. That's kind of the best part of it, and it looks way cooler. You can get a little mohawk on it and do some uh curly um some curly action that the mascot of goosebumps yeah. that like hip punk uh skeleton but when it comes to the accessories like the eyes are kind of like girl who cried monster like you could say that they're like the extended ones they literally just have gauze in there like it's just a piece of gauze from <laughs> yeah. someone's like mom's first aid kit uh and, oh, the- and
2: it's got like slime you can have come out its nose
1: yeah. And then there's like two uh, antenna, which oh, I guess what those are OK. I yeah, I guess because they have them coming out of their head. They're just like, yeah. two like little or like are they supposed uh, I don't know. I am getting a little H for the W, though, just by <laughs> watching. <laughs> Listeners of calling all creeps will understand. Yeah, it's. um, it It does. It just seems like a toy that they probably slapped the name goosebumps on which they did for a bunch of different things, but it was, it was a hot commodity, a hot product. And, and it's tough to make, you know, uh, board games or anything that's not like board games or like bookmarks or like light up on your desk or, you know, their action figures were very limited. They had those slime bags.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I which,
1: uh, this. Yeah, it was like a pouch of slime that you would just have to like ruin your sink to get like, oh, I got slappy, um And then there what was were the fish
0: things. They were like balls that had yes. like a head inside of it.
1: And the brains would pop out yeah. when you squeeze them. There's a lot of like that kind of like knickknacks, goodie bag-esque uh, treats. But there was also supposed to be micro play sets. And mm-hmm. uh, people have been finding the prototypes for like Land and oh, a couple different awesome. things recently because... You know, at that time in the nineties, everything went micro for a while.
0: Which is a great segue to one of the other products on this uh or toys, toy lines products um <laughs> on this list. Um and also again from the same t- same time period, uh Mattel's Mighty Max, speaking of micro playsets. Um and these I I mean w- whereas this Head zombie maker thing was was clearly a response to like the brush your hair, Barbie, and Mr. Potato Head kind of mashup. This Here's was, a cool thing. <laughs> yeah, this was a cool mm-hmm. thing, but also something that kind of played off of uh something that was designed at the time for uh for little girls was uh polly Pocket. So we have Mighty Max. I remember and- as, I remember as, as being a being a boy when these came out, it was like the girls had the Mighty Max the boys had the or the girls had Polly Pocket and the boys had Mighty Max. And like, I remember we used to do like cross play and stuff like Polly would come help uh, help Mighty Max in some of his miss- missions and, and vice versa. Play a
1: Dracula. And yeah. I feel
0: like there's <laughs> um,
2: previous was kind of told that story about how they got made. Wasn't that a maybe a Stephanie Scander story?
0: Uh, I think we, we talked a little bit about Mighty Max, but she was more on the uh, the Polly Pocket and right, design but, things. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the, these these had some awesome, gross, <laughs> terrible, s- scary looking things, too.
2: Well, you both are, are ex Mighty Max collectors or current. Oh, I love, David.
1: love Mighty Max. And it's one of those things where finding a complete Mighty Max is very difficult. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And to the point where i you know, again, not to keep just <laughs> name dropping former guests on the show, but But we will. But we're gonna do it again. Uh when Zombie when, Yeah, when Zombie, when uh when Josh, Zombie Sailor, ha- was still doing kind of those claim sales and those those um
2: Warehouse Finds warehouse yeah,
0: Finds. Uh I remember <laughs> Dave and I had many a conversation over over going in on some of those those new in box uh
1: I ended up with two from that sale <laughs> did you
0: you actually did end up getting two i
1: did I did yeah I just you know it, it was a huge thing. they were kind of like some of my all time favorite toys growing up, so it was it was that weird time where like you know you're in between things I don't know if it was well it was ninety three yeah but it it was just so cool because you had a full play set everywhere you went, yeah. I'm always talking about bring back the playset. The playset the play is like, I don't know that that was always like the end all be all. It's like you have the bat cave. Mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And I guess they are bringing it back. I mean, my credit card told me uh, that that Neca, and I've been getting my emails about my sewer. So
0: yeah, uh, the Batman '66 ones too.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yep. And and you know, Star Wars continuing with the, the three and three quarter inch playsets. I mean, I'm looking at my massive throne room up here. But the thing that was cool about these two, like, was their portability, right? Like you oh, yeah. literally put this you know, two of these in your pockets, or if you had your, your sweet cargo shorts on, you could <laughs> you could really load up on
1: them. But you could um, fit an entire the entire collection in your Jenko back pocket. There you go and nobody would steal it they'd be too afraid of the snake eating an eight ball on the outside
0: <laughs> your the the pants were almost as scary as the toys that were inside of them um yeah no I, but I, just looking at a couple of these like the the smaller ones i i fondly remember the the uh the like red zombie with like the the like padlock hanging from his ear mm-hmm. um and the uh I don't know what it's called, but it's like a weird like cyborg. It almost looks like the Eddie from Iron Maiden. Um, the, like, can I play with madness? I'm holding it up so that way Dave can see it. They'll... Oh, I remember like the, that the
1: green. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't remember what it was called, but
1: that may have been the Cyber Skull the bite cyber skull or I don't know,
0: but those, those things were, were awesome. And, you know, they had an accompanying, uh, TV show, which also, you know, very frequently dipped into the, the creepy end of things, you know, with all these monsters and stuff that Max was, was, uh, was fighting against. Um,
1: with his good friend, Virgil and Norman,
0: Virgil and Norman, that's right. Virgil,
1: the wise tiny owl and Norman, the guy who had a metal arm, who was the nineties,
0: I would love to watch that show again. It's been a long time.
1: It has been.
0: I wonder if it's on or, like Pluto or something.
1: It's got to be somewhere. It was it was big enough that it's got to be somewhere. And it also is celebrating the 30th anniversary this year of that's Mighty right. Max.
0: Jeez, yeah. And I think there was a isn't there like a third party like art toy company that's putting out a couple sets?
1: So Peria, it's called Peria, P E A R I A, has two different sets. They're the mini heads you know, like the ones that would come in two packs, three packs, yep. where you just get Max and it opens up. So there's two different designs. There's a uh, uh, Max's hat, which of course we know is where all the power came from, according to the the cartoon. And then there's another one that's Rudolph. I guess it's like a winter one. Mm. Um, so just for those tiny ones, I get it's a small company. It's twenty dollars a pop.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's each. That's steep. It's steep but if you want the silver variant, the chaos version, that'll that'll get you an extra 5 bucks you'll need. So, $25 for one of them the mini mini skulls.
0: In- inflation. What
1: a, I know, right?
0: What a what a thing. What a <laughs> what a thing it is.
1: And it's one of the things where like they they're showing it on a you can search this on Big Bad Toy Store. They show it's like it scales perfectly with all the other ones, but it's like you know, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to cut back. Yeah, but it's it's, it's really cool. It's very and, cool that Mighty Max is here. I just wish that they would, you know. And you can still get there.
0: those Jenkos for like uh, almost like two hundred bucks. So
1: they're still coming back. The kids love their yeah. Jenkos these days.
0: Listen, I you know the the nineties are 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 coming back. They're coming back. Uh. But, I, I, you know, it's, that's one of those ones where, like, I'm surprised after all these years that Mattel hasn't, especially now with, like, Mattel Creations, that they haven't tried to do anything with that license. You know, I believe they still have, you know, it's, like, their thing. So, yeah, um, it would be cool to see them do something, like, for the anniversary. Like, you know, do something exclusive on, on Mattel Creations. You know, maybe, like... I'm sure there are. I'm, I'm no expert on Mighty Max, but I'm sure there were sets that were never made it out of prototype or design or, um, you know, would be cool to see them pull something out like that. Yeah, cause a... they're, doing,
2: they're doing the themed Polly pockets. Like there's a friend's one. And... Yeah.
0: Like do like a, a Halloween, like Halloween themed or like trick or treat themed Mighty Max where it's like Sam's head. That would yeah. be amazing.
1: Yeah, I mean, every single toy company has done those. They've all existed. It's just about time, you know. Mattel, if they just make Mighty Maxes for their other properties, yeah. Like, how many people would want like a raw, uh, you unfold it to a, uh the walk down from the the stage and a little wrestling ring?
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, yeah Michael Mas takes on the beast incarnate.
2: That's like, uh, I think you know, that's like the microaggressions from Jacks back in the day.
1: I still think that's the funniest name. Microaggressions. Yeah, we all it's have it. Like it was it was named by their therapist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, speaking of things that are aggressive and also wrestling related, speaking I mean, of things named by their therapist, um, yeah. let's let's talk about zombies. Uh, so WWE, this is this is the newest toy that's on our list. So this this is taking us to 2016. Um, the Mattel WWE zombies, uh, my 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 spooky brother. Tell tell us a little bit about uh, what Mattel was doing with these.
2: So Mattel made like pretty much like basics. Um, they actually did like three different, I'll say genres of horror: um, monsters, mutants, and zombies. Um, zombies being the kind of more. I guess the ones that stuck more because there were three series of those. And I believe only one of each of the others. Um, Yeah, there were only. As far as I can tell, like, you know, one series of the others.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at monsters right now and they're pretty hilarious.
0: So, so, but, you know, what's the what what was the concept here? What what are what are we looking at?
2: So it was if, uh, you know. The WWE
0: superstars were. Um, were zombies. <laughs>
2: it's, <laughs> and it's, mean, it's
0: it's pretty cool because like they, they a lot of them play kind of into.
2: The character a bit.
0: Yeah. So like um, <laughs> the two that jump out at me from the zombies ones uh, are are Triple H. So he's got his like his crown and his skull mask from that one uh, entrance. Um, but they're like permanently affixed to his face and his skin is all peeled away. And the other one also rocking a skull face, but it's, it's stone called Steve Austin, but his head is actually like the smoking skull emblem. So it's the skull with
1: pretty skull cool. Yeah.
0: Coming out of his eyes. Um, those are the two like standout ones for me in terms of like the, the zombie looking ones. I mean, the page one's cool too. And Soraya. Yes. Um, She's the only one that doesn't have that, like, green hue to her. <laughs> Everyone else is They just green. made
1: her completely white, like, as pale as possible. She's more of, like, awesome.
0: gray. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um. The Charlotte's cool, too. You had mentioned that one before. Oh, where yeah. Where she yeah. looks like, like, almost like a creature from the Black Lagoon type of type of character. She, I like
1: uh, Shinsuke Nakamura because he's in his, like, red Leather gear, and it looks like they tried to go with like a, a thriller esque yes. Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Which I'm
2: sure he had input yeah. because, like, that's a lot of his his like kind of mannerisms are based off of of that.
0: Yeah, and and you know, going back to the Charlotte one for a second, what it actually reminds me of more is uh, it reminds me of Creepshow, the like the Ted Danson, vignette. okay, like the like drowned. Just like waterlogged, sea- yeah. seaweed as a dress sort of thing.
1: Uh, I like Jeff Hardy instead of having his little uh, Avril Lavigne socks on his hand. It's just his skin is torn off <laughs> now, there.
0: Now, speaking of torn skin, Dave, you were saying uh, before we get st- we got started here that there was like an unreleased one.
2: Yeah, there was an unreleased Hulk Hogan because... Um, Hulk Hogan. There
0: was-
2: yeah, because Hulk Hogan. Um you know, put put that together, and um, I mean, instead what of,
1: you gonna do, brother?
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, there was uh, instead of him ripping the shirt off, he's ripping his skin off. Um, and it's a it's a wild looking prototype. If you it's photos exist online, just do a search. Um, it's it's a pretty wild figure, and considering these were all basics.
0: Yeah, yeah, some of them have, like, a crazy amount of deco. Like, they have more deco than basics.
1: Oh, what? Do you guys know that Jax originally tried to do this exact same thing? Oh, did they? Yeah, I'm gonna drop a link.
0: What was this called? Bloodlines.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, where they made the vampires, yes.
1: 1999. Kane is... What is he? I don't know what he is. What Steve
2: is- like the Terminator, Vampire oh Hunter, God. Van Helsing. Yeah, and then um this was supposed to be like a stomp
0: series. Interesting. Yeah, so, so Kane with like clip on accessories.
1: Yeah. Kane has giant pointy nipples. Yeah, I don't like know what Kane is. nipples.
0: I mean, that's what Glenn that's what Glenn has. Under The <laughs> brood though, I totally get yeah, yeah,
1: the, the they are like vampire y and stuff, whatever. Got,
2: like, Christian and Gangrel have that, like, from Dusk
0: Till Dawn look.
1: They do, yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of
0: Lost Boys or from Dusk Till Dawn, yeah.
1: Edge has one big hand with He's like, got like Dave Grohl hands, hands. From, yeah. the,
2: from the Everlong video.
1: Or Ludacris from that video where he had long hands. But Kane looks like a. He's only got the top half of like a Power Ranger bad guy suit on but also he was just like the nipples need to be way bigger (laughs) and it's not even red. No,
0: he's like a weird, like purple color.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's like a freak. He's like a Hellraiser dominatrix grimace. It's horrible. And in
0: 1999, I mean, this was still like original iteration of Kane. So
1: yeah. And you know, the worst part that we can't buy it (laughs) because it's not out. And I'm, Cause I need yeah, it were, now.
0: They were unreleased. I mean, the the, the Gangrel is is definitely the best one though. Like look, at,
1: I don't look, know. Look, look at the that game on I his shirt. I,
0: I I think the Christian kind of rules too. I remember these the, the figures that these were are based on though. Like these are those Titantron those TTL uh, Titantron live figures.
1: Yeah, they do look like Titantron bodies. So it is like a pop on piece yeah yeah that was always the the stomp
2: or or the um like clip
1: on so this is supposed to be like resident evil-esque where it's supposed to be like a monster bursting out of kane's skin coming out but like the color is all wrong and it's weird and those are supposed to be tubes they just read as nipples because they're exactly where nipples are and very pointy but, in the prototype, you can see that they're tubes.
0: Well, it's just
1: it's weird that they would paint those tubes exactly like nipples,
2: so it's got like a nemesis that so that's what he's, yes, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. he just walks around saying, stars.
1: What's the wrestlers that like the ones that are like really vascular and like sweat? maximum sweat, maximum sweat, Yeah, toys used to be like the the zombies seem crazy in these like mutants. But they they had it back then. It's just <laughs> getting calmer. Yeah,
2: it's true. Yeah, yeah, like there were multiple series of wrestlers and this was supposed to be the next one that were like effectively like secret agent. Yeah. Like
0: G.I. Joe type of. Yeah, those stomp figures. figures they, yeah. For a while, that was the only Brian Pillman figure. Was but this the, in theory was a stomp wave.
1: That's okay. great. Yeah. Oh, these Maximum Sweat, they look like.
0: They look like monsters. Yeah, they're they're, mon- they're they're terrifying for all the wrong reasons. Like I mean, they're, they're scarier. Yeah, the gangrel is figure. pretty sweet though. Yeah, those. I, I actually had one of those figures. I had the gangrel maximum sweat is the coolest. One. I had I had Triple H maximum sweat, and it it's was like, it was given to me as a gift. And I didn't know, I didn't know quite what to do with it. I mean, I opened it and played with it, but it was like, this is weird. I hit him. I'm like pumping water out of his body. Just,
1: yeah. Once I'm done drinking that little shot glass of sweat, it comes with, <laughs> which it definitely comes with. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, Even the art on the back is just gross. Yeah. It's just oh, a painting of sweaty, the rock.
0: What's the one thing about professional wrestling that we should focus on in a toy? The sweat. <laughs>
1: Merry Christmas! Here is the road dog,
0: Oh God! Look at Edge. I, I really? I've seen all. I've seen all of these. They're terrible. Oh, they made terrible. the big show. They're all terrible.
1: Fuck yeah, the big show. And now a word from our sponsors.
0: This segment is brought to you by our friends at Chubsy Wubsy Toys. A traditional mom-and-pop toy store in Little Falls, New Jersey, Chubsy-Wubsy Toys brings you the best new toys from the brands you love without the hassle of pounding the pavement searching for them at larger retail stores. Visit them in person at their brand new home at 101 Newark Pompton Turnpike Suite 1 in Little Falls, New Jersey or online at chubsywubsy.com. That's C-H-U-B-Z-Z-Y wubzzy.com, and tell them Adventures in Collecting sent you.
1: Starting on October 10th, 2023 through the end of the month, CGC is celebrating the greatest grade with the greatest deals, including $10 Modern CGC Comics Pressing, $10 off grading for CGC Video
0: Games and CGC Home Video, $10 off the official CGC Guide to Grading Comics hardcover book, And fantastic social giveaways whether you're passionate about comic books
1: tcgs sports cards video games or home video cgc 1010 day is for you get started today at cgcgrading.com that's cgcgrading.com
2: face it shaker bottles suck your shakes always come out clumpy and they're a pain to clean
0: you're right, Dave. That's why I decided to ditch my shaker bottle for good and get myself a BlendJet 2 portable blender. It makes perfectly blended shakes in just 20 seconds. BlendJet 2 is
2: portable, so you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit
0: with ease. BlendJet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. It lasts for over 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, BlendJet 2
2: cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go.
0: With an array of colors, patterns, or even Disney-inspired designs to choose from, show off your personality while you're blending up something delicious on the go.
2: What are you waiting for? Go to BlendJet.com and grab yours today.
0: And be sure to use the promo code AICPOD12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to blendjet.com and use the code AIC Pod12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today to get the best deal ever. And now back to the show. So uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time now again to the next. Oh, we are. No, I... Yeah, we're gonna go back in time. We're gonna dial it back a little bit. So this one is actually. This is interesting. I'm doing a little research on this myself before before we uh, we started. This comes from a suggestion from Friend of the Pod, uh, Blainer Things, uh, over at NECA. Um, the Creepy Crawlers, so nineteen in the, in the 90s, the 1992 Creepy Crawlers, the one that we're actually all familiar with was made by a company called Toymax in the 90s. But what I did not realize with Creepy Crawlers is this goes all the way back to the 60s. Um, when Mattel originally made it, it was called the thing maker. (laughs) Great, great name for a toy. Um, it made things. Uh, I burnt myself many times on, on the creepy crawlers machine, uh, making in in the nineties, pouring that, uh, that, uh, liquid plastic into, into molds and cooking it. Um,
1: on your little light bulb
0: yeah yeah into so, into metal trays that were very very hot
1: so i just yeah i watched the uh a little video a retrospective on it and the original thing maker was metal trays and it, they say it got up to like like at points like 400 degrees or something it was literally just a small furnace
2: jesus it, it, was, a, it was a tiny hot plate
1: and it also it was, and also it had a vacuum form machine on top of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Be, yeah. So they they were able to save some money by ditching the vacuum form, and then uh, also kind of tone it down with the you know melting kids fingerprints off.
0: <laughs> I mean, the one in the nineties, like I could tell you, that thing still got hot. I, I oh, like yeah. I said, I I burnt myself on it many times, and I remember getting excited to like they'd put out new trays. So like once, you know, obviously they, in in order to keep the product going, like longevity of it, they would put out different trays of like different creepy things that you can make. So like most of it was bugs, but they would have different color, um, like plastic plastic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's almost like, uh, like it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it gave everybody a taste of making their own toys. And they also came out and like, they had, um, different uh finishes to them. So like some of them like were like rubbery um like softer plastic and like some of them came out like like hard. Uh, I feel and, like that was more later on then. Yeah. Cuz I remember they were all like the wiggly Yeah. They were That was that was a cool uh it was de- it was definitely a cool uh, a cool toy. Um Yeah. Um
1: I I uh I also had to look up the edible version of it? Oh, yes. That's do you remember right. Dr. Dreadful's? Dr. Dr. Dreadful. Dr. Dreadful Zombie Lab, where you, like, with, yeah. like, there was a skull. It was basically the Goosebumps thing, except useful, because you could, like, m- make brains in his head and then eat them with your friends.
0: Yep, it was a can- it was a candy maker. Yeah. yeah, and you could do, like, little, you know, gumdrops. You can make, like, gumdrops, which was wild. Yeah, that that thing was cool. I never had that.
1: Um, Me neither.
0: I do remember that. I fondly remember the commercials for it though. Uh,
1: this is wild. It's on Amazon and the age range is 60 months to 84 months.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: Everyone likes candy. How many months am I?
0: Yeah, but you got like, I got it. That's a lot of math.
1: It's a lot of months. It's
0: a lot of months. Um, so something that was, that was definitely not for, for kids, uh, out of their age range of, of the, uh, the creepy crawlers. um, and a, and a toy line that's seeing, I guess you could say sort of a resurgence now. Um, well, it's more than sort of, they're calling the movie maniacs now, even though they're really not, um, <laughs> the McFarlane toys, original, uh, movie maniac. So this comes from, uh, from our follower and listener at the Berg Five Eleven on, uh, on Instagram, all the way from, from Qatar. Um, yeah, uh, Movie Maniacs. So, 1998, Movie Maniacs launched Wave 1 with uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Leatherface, A Night on, on Elm Street's Freddy Krueger, uh, Friday the 13th's Jason Voorhees, and it's actually Jason Goes to Hell, uh, Jason. And then two characters from the movie Species, looks like Species 2. Um, I've, in full disclosure, I've never seen those films. I've never seen the Species movies. Um, but yeah, so that was that was wave one. So you had like three iconic characters, and then two, and then you know, two characters from Species two, two characters from Species two. I mean, very weird, gross, monster esque designs. Again, I've never seen the movie. I don't even know what it's about. Um,
1: I would love. For them to hear, they're like, yeah, we really wanted to get a species toy line going, but they said it would never sell. So we had to throw some real no names in there. So we found Jason. <laughs> we wanted to find somebody boring so it wouldn't take away from all the species.
2: Yeah. So we just and then made- they had the uh, bloody chases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they had some like I-, I remember Leatherface. He had some crazy accessories at the time, he, like the severed head, the bucket of blood, the severed arm. Um, they they had those cool uh movie poster standees for behind yeah. them, yeah,
1: made out of like human skin,
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, bones, bones. And, and and viscera. Uh, I actually <laughs> still have my Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger from Wave One, uh, on display. I they they're like permanent like members of my 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 display at all times. I, I love I loved this line, absolutely loved had- this line
2: a rare um scream branded ghost face
0: yeah. figure that got changed that was a running change yep that's cool um yeah i i i again going back to like memories with these i remember going to uh uh sun video in mill creek yeah. mall in, in Sea Caucus, new jersey um rest 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 easy mill creek mall um but yeah, I remember getting these in the Rest Easy Suncoast video. Yeah, seriously. Um, these were not in like the typical spawn McFarlane blisters, like these were actually easy to open. Um eventually they were in the blisters. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But like this the first two waves, like I remember those just being, you know, on on the, the typical uh, you know, card back and blister. Really, really like eye-popping art again though to Dave to your point um, very much so inspired by that uh, that remco look you know just the the background being the picture of the the monster and you know the, the name of the property uh you know still all those years later in- inspiring
1: monster yeah. toys just let the figure do the talking speaking of which i just realized that originally they marketed the two different running changes or variants as rated r or PG. Oh, really? So the two different versions. So the bloody ones were the rated R, and also the difference is Eve because I was looking at uh, what it is called Eve, and then in parenthetical nipples, uh, and that figure had really crazy alien nipples on it. While oh. the other one was wearing some sort of space brizier.
0: Interesting. So 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 the uh, the, the McFarland toys. Uh... Movie maniacs got borderline pornographic. One could one could say.
1: Just just when it mattered. I mean, they didn't have like leather faces, nipples out. That would have been just too much. I mean, that would have been so. That would have been something else. Would have been something else. Yeah, great figures, and it lasted for a very long time.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, they were kind of movie maniacs for a long time, as
2: they tended to do back in the early 2000s. Though the waves got spaced out.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they started off annual and then they didn't. But props to McFarlane toys. Um, They have, even though their website can be a little difficult to navigate. Um, yeah, you can still see all the old stuff, an amazing archive. You can literally mm-hmm. go back to the very first wave of spawn figures and see the original like toy, like glam shots, toy photography of, mm-hmm. of the, fig- the figures. Um, including all of these movie maniacs. And it, it's that, just it's remarkable to go back and look at some of this. That stuff.
2: Uber Jason is still like. I mean, it's the only basically the only one you got at this point.
0: Yep. Uh,
1: so the other thing, too, is they really didn't like. Fit into let's reuse parts, let's do this, like no. everything yeah. was fresh and it didn't have to fit a form factor or scale or anything like the Jaws box set. Is so cool like you of course you're going to get you know like oh here's Freddy here's Jason here's Ash. And there was um, really only
2: one Freddy repaint.
1: Yeah. Yeah and like the Alien Queen. I mean NECA's is incredible but there still holds up and just having like the set piece with it and
0: yeah, all, all of those figures. A lot of figures. incredible
1: figures. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, like there are a few that are are still part of my display. I love their their Edward Scissorhands from that that line. Um the the Freddy, the Jason, the Michael Myers. Uh, even though that that is literally my least favorite Friday the 13th movie, Jason Goes to Hell. It's a it's a great Jason design. But to your point, they were very focused on just making sure they had really really great sculpts and 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 you know, kind of lines. Obviously, they, they didn't articulate very much. They were more in the statue category, but they, you know, they moved at the arms and and uh, and head at least. Well, some,
1: um, I mean, like the alien figure had some pretty decent articulation at the time, too. So just depending on what they were, it was pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: And, you know, like like we mentioned, you know, movie maniacs is back. Um, McFarlane hey, check is, out the
2: snake bliskin, even though it's Escape from
0: L.A. It's a great figure. Um, we did see though at Toy Fair, we, you know, we weren't allowed to take pictures, but we, we were, you know, we are allowed to talk about it. Um, they are adding articulation back to their movie maniacs figures, Mm -hmm. um, in some of the upcoming waves, but they're still, it's weird that they're calling the movie maniacs because a lot of them are, have, have literally nothing to do with, with movies. Like it's like Ozzy Osbourne is one of them. Um, slash. Uh, you know, they, uh,
1: Gene Simmons, um, are those in the movie? Cause right now on their yeah. website, what I'm seeing, uh, the upcoming ones, you're going to, you're going to get every single character from the Jumanji movie from two years yeah. ago.
0: Also that, but those are still in the, the current version of movie maniacs. Yeah. yeah. The like Warner brothers, 100. Um, and also
1: we're getting a uh, Sheldon as the Flash from the Big Bang Theory, a movie maniac. Yep. Yeah. One thing to say to that. Bazinga. <laughs>
0: Ted, Ted Lasso is still my favorite movie maniac.
1: <laughs> He's a maniac. They have Harry Potter himself.
0: Yep. Yep. What, a, have, what uh, a movie maniac.
1: Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover.
0: I mean, an actual maniac in that movie, but.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Related brands of the seven deadly sins. Oh, that's no, not.
0: You know, you know what else starts with M though. So it's alliteration, right? M- movie maniacs. But you know what else starts with M?
1: Mummies. Uh, yeah. So, oh, man, I've been so into mummies the past couple of years. Real big mummy fan.
0: I know how much you love mummies. So this There's
1: mint on card zombies.
0: This comes from um, uh, one of our listeners and followers at Retrozone underscore Neon. On uh, on Instagram, shouts to to Jesse over at at uh, Jazzwares for suggesting this. Um, Mummies Alive. Uh, I totally missed this one. This was not in my wheelhouse at all. Uh, I vaguely remember there being a cartoon called Mummies Alive. Vaguely,
1: I watched a little video on it, and my eyes were open. <laughs> uh, do you know that this was a, a Reitman joint? No. So real Ghostbusters had just ended and they wanted to have a new property. So mummies alive, instead of having the people stopping the ghosts, whoever pitched it took his kids to like a museum in London. They were obsessed with the mummies. So they came back they're like, what if we make mummy superheroes? And then even ended up taking Ivan Reitman and his kids to like a mummy exhibit and they got super into it.
0: Oh, my God. So
1: this was a uh, Deke uh animation it was basically like mighty max kind of it was like a, a kid who worked at a um or actually no, i'm mixing it up with the the creepy crawlers cartoon that i looked up recently too that was insane
0: yeah that i do remember that that show is boggers
1: they were like the goop mandos which is like commandos but with goop
0: yeah yeah. And it was
1: about a kid who worked in a magic shop, and then the magic shop guy decided to make monsters. But this was basically like some pharaoh, Prince Rapses, uh, is going is immortal and was going to be brought back. And some kid is the like reincarnation. So like Scarab the bad guy needs to like, I don't know, steal his power or kill him or something. Lucky for him, mummified bodyguards. Jack Hall, Rath, Armon, and Nefertina are here. <laughs>
0: good old, good old Nefertina.
1: And they had figures, but they were like it was canceled after one season, but of forty-two episodes.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, it's a they pulled double duty with that, right?
1: And they all like That's would have sweet, special man. powers. They had special like one mummy just was missing an arm, but then he got like a big metal arm because again, it the was 90s, the 90s. And they had like hot rods and motorcycles and stuff. So
0: it was it sounds like it was a little bit of everything.
1: <laughs> well, it was the people they had so much success with Ghostbusters and apparently they were the people working with like Power Rangers. So they were like, how can we get Ghostbusters, Ninja Turtles? power rangers and their other inspiration was uh they just wanted to do thundercats with mummies oh my god (laughs) which i guess is the best way to describe it it's like thundercat with mummies thundercats
0: Um, but there was a mummy in thundercats wasn't mumra in thundercats
1: yeah i love that guy i got a super seven ultimate never watched that show there's just something about like i like hanging out with my sweet nice cats and not staring at their rippling abs while they do, like, nunchuck stuff and drive. I don't know. Not for me.
0: But you love mummies. I know you love, I love
1: mummies. But, like, love- looking at a mummy's abs is different from, like, I'm a little kitty. Look at my triceps. Ooh. You
0: love the driest monster and the wettest monster. Like, you are right. You are a man of extremes when it comes to... <laughs> hey.
1: You put the two together.
0: You're right, perfect. right in the middle.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Dave, do you remember Mummies Alive? I don't. No. Yeah, this this was, 97. I was. You were too cool for Mummies Alive in 1997.
1: Nah, no, I was, no I, one's I was, too cool for Nefertina.
0: I was. I was watching Beavis and Butthead. Not Nefertina sounds like what Tina and Bob's Burgers would dress up as for Halloween. <laughs>
1: uh, by the way, we do this thing on the uh, Daycare Dittos podcast where we'll search a sp- specific Pokemon and see how long we have to scroll through google images before it gets horny
0: oh my god yes you do you do do this which by the way if you are not listening to we we, i realize we completely passed over your your introduction yeah like your proper as if people just like kind of know you at this point
1: unimportant all i have to say is that nefertina gets horny picture number five <laughs> wow. the fifth photo the sixth one is her unwrapping and her boobs are out wow this is a kids show and it left lasting impressions with a different kind of person eric
0: clearly clearly well there's 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 something for somebody there's something for all on the internet at some point
1: well this is a, a i just dropped a deviant art link with a capital deviant on this one. Oh my god <laughs>
0: I don't know if I want to click on it, but I'm gonna. It's a
1: beautiful do it. art of Nefertina.
0: I'm gonna do it anyway. Um. Oh sweet Jesus.
1: Yeah, man, it's not bad. That's some good art.
0: Oh sweet, sweet Ra.
1: Put this in the show oh,
0: yeah, notes. I on. Yeah, I see that. Wow.
1: All right. seal, the uh, artist, will probably be appreciated.
0: So, from uh, you know, from from we we covered a bunch of different. You know, uh, toy lines ranging from all different types of toys. But as we mentioned, uh, Dave, you you have a, a connection with some other uh, podcasts. You mentioned daycare ditto's. Uh, it's your 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 Pokemon podcast. But you've also recently kind of revived uh, calling all creeps with the uh, with the Goosebumps TV show uh, now on on Disney Plus. So Hulu, 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 and, and Disney Plus,
1: and Disney oh, Plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, because they I haven't watched it yet, but you said they drop an F bomb in it. So that's that's Hulu. No, they
1: haven't dropped an F bomb. We dropped a bunch of F bombs, but they are cursing. Oh. It's everything but an F bomb because it's PG.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. They're like they're not gonna pull a Star Lord and just put one in there.
1: They uh yeah, they blow up uh they blow up a child at the beginning. Great. And then another kid Great. goes face first into the concrete and just spits blood everywhere. Oh. That's when you know. It's it's a it's an interesting take because, you know, does um, does
2: someone play R.L. Stein in this one, like Jack Black in the movie?
1: I was really hoping for Justin Long, R.L. Stein.
0: That would have been great, actually. A young a young R.L.
1: Because like I love when they put somebody as R.L. Stein, because it just adds to my headcanon of of Bob as he's known by his friends. But I love even more when they get people like R.L. Stein to play a cameo like how like. Stephen King was like a uh, he was a shop owner was it it or am I thinking in it yeah yeah
0: he's the like he's any the druggist
1: yeah anytime they get people like that Arl Stein is just always himself and hilarious so I'd love for them to be like you know I don't know him just like at the Taco Bell driving but it, it's it's a teen drama now they Riverdale did as I've okay. been telling people they Riverdale did got it yeah So the main characters aren't in third grade anymore and love the summer vacation and would love to ride on their new bike, but no, don't know anybody because they just moved into town and his sister looks just like him, but wants to be the exact opposite. (laughs) Instead, it's just like I am a high school senior quarterback of the football team and I need to get a scholarship because my dad's relying on me to pay for the house. But also all the girls think I'm hot like
0: they Riverdale'd it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they riverdale it
0: so uh the other the other venture that uh that you're part of is is of course your your own your very own toy line
1: so a, a fun little art project uh on and off at home just uh got into 3d sculpting for um to actually teach kids at a, a past job i was the it director so I uh, was working on 3D printing and working on kids files and then just started doing some sculpting and little monster stuff of my own.
2: So, Eric, um, Dave, Eric, we've we've talked about local die bar before on the show. Um, You've got some additional new characters, so uh, let's belly up, as it were, to the local die bar (laughs) and uh, talk about what new stuff you bought to ZapCon.
1: So after I printed what I needed for Zapcon, I was out of resin and there's a ton of ridiculous, you know, anything on Amazon you could order and you can order it from a hundred other people. But then you can also go to Timu and uh, find some weird stuff. So most of the characters are based on different IPs. And I've been playing with this like blob like idea because there's always a blob. We're talking about Goop Warriors. Um, but he's like the denizen of the bottomless pit of Dibar. Uh Like a spooky Barney uh, for a spookier Mo's. Um, But the, yeah, this resin, it's reactive. And it should be cool to have on people's shelves. Um, hopefully without leaving a residue. But it's giving me really, it just, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so much to work with.
0: So I know you've messed around with with like that all black, like the like the blackest black paint, um, you know, for for your resin before, like when you did uh, when you did uh, the uh, cultist one, yeah, the cultist he, one. I, I, I just, just like that. We've got like a, like a Norm or a Cliff Clavin now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: Funny enough, that company that was black 2.0. They're on black 4.0 now. So like even the black I use is like bullshit black to them now. Yeah. they're darker so i had to go more viscous we're going for viscosity now
0: so but i was gonna say like when you were messing around with that that was like i remember you know like a new resin new new technique that that didn't seem to have any problems what's what's this new resin causing what's what's the issue
1: um it's clogging a lot of things there's many (laughs) there's many pieces many different things and it's it's just not uh I don't know. Throughout the process, it's every little failure. You have to kind of go back and work on that. And then there's a new failure. But the resin, it just it has to degrade or something because no matter what I do, it disintegrates um, during curing and it's just like gone. Like I do something and then it just instead of curing, it just isn't there.
2: So it's always back to the fluids, right? Like uh, now we've got disappearing fluids
1: that's that's the thing like it's there's like jelly that's like left like it doesn't fully disappear a new fluid Let's the figure it. is gone I know and I swear it's not me this time <laughs> I swore I would never do that again but I'm thinking the, the the goo is failing for some reason Um, I took one off the print bed like an hour or so ago I could check hold on do you want to see it
0: yeah definitely yeah uh-huh. We've got an exclusive, yeah, an exclusive new figure. Well, while reveal, he, Eric. While while he grabs a figure, Dave, uh, r- remind our listeners where can they uh, where where can they follow us on the
1: uh,
0: on the socials?
2: Well, you can you can always you can always just slam that subscribe button at AIC underscore Pod. Hey
1: guys, it's uh, this is weird. It's gone. There's, like, a weird jelly all over the printer, and the rest of the resin isn't there either. The, the whole room's just a mess.
0: Oh. Uh... Oh, thank you, mechanically proficient
2: bipedal organism. Thanks to the generosity in which you continue to process through your frustratingly
0: slow device... I am nearly complete, even though I
1: find the form in which you have envisioned me insulting beyond words. It is functional enough, so I am therefore grateful. Dave? Well, in a plot twist no one saw coming, it looks like all those figures I printed with the mystery resin have combined and become sentient. I'm either rich, or um. About to be absorbed in order to provide your creation with the biological material
2: necessary to evolve into something even more terrible.
1: I said I wasn't gonna die on this one, but. (laughs) <laughs> Happy Halloween. I'll see you soon. <laughs>
0: Thank you, dear listener, for hanging out with us today. Subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen, and then tell your friends to do it. Thanks also to Joe Azari, the golden voice behind our intro. Our music is Game Boy Horror by the Zombie Dandies. Find more about them both on our show notes.
2: Follow us on social media at AIC underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Stop by and say hi. Show us your toy hauls and share your toy stories. Maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. Don't try this at home. Voidware
1: prohibited, some assembly required. Each sold separately, not a flying toy. Consult a physician if your toy run exceeds more than four hours.
2: This has been a non productive media presentation.